Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Welcome to February. Uh, we made it through one terrible month. Um, maybe people had a nice January. I just, it's, it's so cold and it's so dark. <laughs> oh my goodness. Do you get the thing where like, as soon as the sun down goes down, you're like, I'm worthless. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then it's like, ah, yes, time to go to bed early. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. We're it's getting, it was, <laughs> it's, it was so good. <laughs> It's really good and normal, um, but it was, like, still a little bit light outside when I was leaving work today, which hasn't happened in a really long time. So, yeah, we're, uh, what, halfway to the equinox? <laughs> I think so. Seems right. Yeah. Anyways, I hope everyone is doing good out there in the... Some very loud vehicle outside. <laughs> I hope everybody um, in that very loud vehicle is doing okay. I hope they're all having a normal one. Um, I hope everyone's doing well in the cold and the dark. Um, Unless you're in the southern hemisphere, then I hope you're enjoying your summer. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're having a great time. Uh, and today, uh, I wanted to probably finish up our uh tour of various hulk adjacent characters unless i suddenly remember one other one um but next week you'll be like i know i said i was done but one more thing yeah one other hulk guy um i thought since we talked about betty we should talk about her father yeah that makes sense uh, yeah, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, um, frequent enemy of the Hulk, occasional ally, um, occasional also Hulk, uh, <laughs> but we will get to that. Um, so we've touched on him, obviously, last week and also in, uh, other recent episodes, uh, but... Thaddeus Ross, like Betty and like Rick Jones, is a character who has um, existed since the very first appearance uh, of the Hulk uh, in 1962, created by uh, our, old, our old pals Stanley and Jack Kirby, um, where he is a... Uh, the military general who runs the base where uh, they are doing these gamma radiation testing experiments uh, that Bruce Banner is, like, the lead scientist on. And then the experiment goes wrong and Bruce Banner gets Hulk powers. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> apparently there's been some, um lack of clarity about what branch of the military um general ross is actually part of comics lacking clarity couldn't couldn't possibly be such a thing um due to you know a combination of like 
uh, people not like referencing previous comics when they like make a reference to him being in the army or the air force um or people drawing the uh his uniform without necessarily referencing what different <laughs> uniforms for different branches of the military, military. look like <laughs> yeah um so because of that it's he's just He's just in the military. <laughs> That's what's <laughs> he's, important. He's just a military guy. Yes. Um he is uh not a fan of Bruce Banner when Bruce Banner is hired to be the scientist on this project because uh Thaddeus Ross is a real manly man. He's a <laughs> real old-fashioned military guy who's a real old guy he's a real old guy um he's all about physical prowess and uh asserting your dominance and drinking scotch (laughs) (laughs) probably i wouldn't Um, put him put it past him yeah uh so he is not very impressed with Bruce Banner, kind of, you know, shy, nervous scientist. Um, less impressed when Bruce Banner starts having a flirtation with his daughter, who he is very protective of. Um, so he already doesn't like Bruce Banner on just like a a personality alone a personality yeah exactly just on like a a regular person to person level um and then bruce turns into the hulk and he doesn't know that this is bruce at first there's just a hulk and he hates that guy really doesn't like the hulk hates 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 both these guys uh, i i will say he's he's very unreasonable unreasonable about the hulk and he gets increasingly unreasonable as time goes on the hulk is very scary and causes a lot of destruction so probably first impression it would make sense not to like the hulk <laughs> the extent to which he does not like the hulk and wants to destroy the Hulk quickly becomes out of control, especially when he does eventually find out that the Hulk is Bruce Banner. And then it's like, oh, that's like a guy. That's like there's a a normal human guy who is also the Hulk. Uh, maybe we should, you know, reconsider how we're approaching this seemingly mindless, violent beast. And he's like, no, no, Um just going to. Go, go and just get that guy. Just, just, just get him. We're just, we're just gonna get him. But, uh, anyways, so, yes, like we said, at first, he does not know that the Hulk is Bruce Banner. The only person who initially knows is our old pal Rick Jones, because he's there. <laughs> because he snuck onto a military base to play his harmonica. Um, we do, like... We get some, like, over the years, some backstory 
on uh, General Ross. It's all, like, relatively normal. He, you know, joins the army or the Air Force. (laughs) He joins the military. (laughs) Um, He uh, serves... In, like, the initial telling of the story, he serves in World War II. Um, since then, because of the way time works in comics, it's like, well, it probably wasn't World War II, <laughs> because he would be way older <laughs> than he is now. Check out this extremely um, old man. This guy is so old, and he's still trying to blow up the Hulk. Um... The the most sort of relevant, well, a couple relevant details. One is, uh, they established that he did meet Bruce when Bruce was younger. This is all retcon stuff. He met Bruce at one point when Bruce was younger because there was an incident where, uh... Bruce, uh, had a, like, dissociative episode and built a bomb and then stopped the bomb and then said that his imaginary friend had built the bomb, um, and Ross, like, heard about it and was like, what the, what the hell, (laughs) what the (laughs) hell happened here? And then was like, anyways, this probably won't be relevant later in my life. Um, little does he know. Little does he know. Uh, he is like, well, maybe this guy, uh, he built a pretty impressive bomb. Maybe he could come work for the military, despite his, um, clear psychological issues he needs to work out. Um, he, uh, also meets Bruce's dad at some point. They're, like, in the military together. I don't think anything super relevant really comes of it. Um, the most significant thing is that after his, uh, large, you know, his, uh, impressive military service, he gets, uh, given this job overseeing this gamma radiation project. And he isn't happy about it because he would prefer to be in the field. Um, so part of what's driving his Hulk fixation is he's like, hell yeah, something to fight <laughs> instead of just sitting around with scientists all day. Um, as we know, he's not fond of scientists. <laughs> famously not fond of them. Um, Also relevant is the fact that, uh, his wife, um, her name is Karen Lee, I think. Um, his wife dies when, uh, Betty is pretty young, which contributes to his, uh, kind of overprotectiveness of her. Um, there's a funny bit in one of the summaries I was reading where, um, It was like, General Ross, now in command of a missile base and nuclear research site, believed, parentheses, appropriately, that it was not the right place to raise a young girl. (laughs) Well, some editorializing there, but they're not wrong. No, it, I mean, 
you should probably, like, raise a child at least somewhere near a school. Yeah. Can't imagine they have very many schools near a nuclear testing site. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a good a good start. Um Just like, alright, I'm moving here. How's the school district? Abysmal. What (laughs) There's nothing here. You have to get her a tutor or something. Like, (laughs) come on. She's gonna be so isolated. There's like three children on base. Yeah. One of them is um, much older than her, and one of them is a literal baby. <laughs> so she will have no peers. Yeah, it's just, it just doesn't seem great. Um, so that's sort of the, the base, the important note, backstory notes uh, for our old pal Ross. Um, once, uh, Bruce becomes the Hulk and the Hulk starts smashing showing up sh- causing causing Hulk problems um smashing uh he uh he doesn't suspect Bruce of being the Hulk but he suspects that Bruce might know something about the Hulk because he's acting pretty weird <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, you look at Bruce Banner and you don't think, that guy's full of rage. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, like, also, as far as they know, the Hulk is is just the Hulk all the time. Yeah, like, it's not like a, a guy that turns into a thing. Y- yeah, they, they don't have a reason to assume that How initially. silly would that be? That would be crazy. It's already wild that there's a huge green man running around. It would be even wilder if there was a normal man who turned into him. Um, so he uh, is suspicious of Bruce, keeping an eye on Bruce, which is, you know, interfering in Bruce's, like, normal, like, day-to-day life in uh these early hulk issues and then he's also trying to capture and or destroy the hulk which is interfering with bruce's hulk activities um (laughs) hate it when people interrupt my hulk activities (laughs) yeah same um he hires glenn talbot who we talked about last week who's kind of a uh rival for betty's affections and, uh, once they find out that Bruce is, in fact, the Hulk, um, he does continue trying to hunt him down. Um, <laughs> which, I will say, initially they don't know that, like, Bruce doesn't really control what the Hulk does. And they're like, this guy's just running around destroying things in this powered-up green form. Um, but also, they probably could talk to him about it. Yeah, just like, hey, we know you're the Hulk. Um, are you destroying things on purpose? You just, do you just love destruction? Um, and it's like, no, I get angry and then I black out and then suddenly I'm half naked. <laughs> and I don't know how I've gotten here. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, 
sort of a turning point where he, like, really starts to get into, like, uh, obsession. There's a brief period where, uh, Bruce is able to control the Hulk transformations, and he's like, I solved it, and proposes to Betty the first time, and then the wedding gets interrupted, and then Bruce loses control of the Hulk transformations again. Um, Ross forms a, uh, a special forces unit, uh, called the Hulkbusters. <laughs> I just, I, how does this man still have a job at the military? <laughs> like, I know that the military's probably very interested in getting a hold of the Hulk. <laughs> right. But also, like, imagine there was a high-ranking military general who was just really fucking obsessed with Bigfoot. <laughs> it's like, I'm assembling a special team to stop the menace of Bigfoot. It's like, okay. That's really okay. low on our priorities right now. Yeah, we're like, there's like wars and stuff. Like, I, we have a whole empire that we have to control, my guy. Yeah. We, we don't um, have the, we don't have the money for Bigfoot. It has to go to the colonies. <laughs> and then he's like, but what if we could get Bigfoot to work for the military? And he's like, I mean, that would be helpful. We can give you a couple million. No more than that. Yeah. You gotta supply your own helicopter. <laughs> um, yeah, so he... <laughs> it is, it is pretty, it is pretty ridiculous the lengths that he has to go to before, like, he gets kicked out of the military, basically. And, um, like, he knows who it is. He, yeah. You can um, just go to his house. Well, I think Bruce is on the run at some point during this. You um, were in, I'm assuming he was invited to the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce is like, hey, let's not ask your dad, because I think it might be weird. <laughs> um, I think at that point... Because Bruce was in control of it, he was like, well, I guess it's fine. And then when Bruce lost control of it, he was, again, he was like, oh no, I guess I have to try and hunt down the Hulk again. Guess I gotta hunt down my kinda son-in-law. My kinda sorta son-in-law. It's complicated. Um, so he's, he's got his, he's got his Hulkbuster team, which is, um, I think, uh, Glenn Talbot, uh, is also part of, um, he, at this point, is at least claiming that their goal is to, uh, cure the Hulk so that Bruce can, uh, live a normal life without being the Hulk. Um. I just, the military would not... <laughs> The military would not. The military yeah. would not. <laughs> the military the military would not do that. Um and also 
the amount of military force you're putting into this does not give me a lot of confidence that that's your intent. I get that it's the Hulk and he's scary and you need, like, a lot of effort to stop him, but it's like, maybe just get somebody to find him while he's not the Hulk. Like, maybe <laughs> if he's on the run, just get someone to track him down while he's not being the Hulk, who won't freak him out, and be like, can we talk to you? Yeah, like, hey, I'm here instead of your father-in-law. Yeah. Can we please be chill? Um, so Ross starts spiraling more and more. Um, he, like, makes a deal with the Abomination. Like, hey, you, like, like, an under-the-table, not-sanctioned-by-the-military deal. Like, hey, I'll let you out if you go... (laughs) find the Hulk for me. This is also, um, when Glenn Talbot is, uh, seemingly killed, he's seemingly killed rescuing Ross because Ross got, um, captured by, uh, Russian supervillains. Um, (laughs) and then Betty's upset that Glenn seemingly died. Uh, Ross is upset also that Glenn seemingly died, but also that Betty's upset. Um, he's like, this is the Hulk's fault somehow. Um, he, uh, like, ends up kind of, like, having a breakdown. The first of, actually, a couple breakdowns that he'll have. He has a breakdown that Doc Samson has to, like, (laughs) uh, treat him for. Um, and then Glenn Talbot is comes back from being seemingly dead and then dies for real. (laughs) Um, which, yeah. Uh, and that time, like, it is, it's a, it's Hulk related, but it's, like, it's mostly Glenn's own fault because he, like, uh, steals, like, an extremely, like, dangerous vehicle like weaponized vehicle to try and kill the hulk with it and then it explodes um so it's it's because of the hulk but it's not really the hulk's fault but ross is like the hulk killed this man um if the hulk wasn't here this man would be alive well if this man was not hunting the hulk he would also be alive <laughs> something if this to man just kind of let the hulk live Like, it's always so funny to me that, like, the Hulk is on the Avengers. (laughs) He is mostly a good guy. Yeah. Um, It's just, every once in a while, it's like, oh no. Oh, the Hulk lost it. Um, Oh no. (laughs) And then you've got guys out here who are just like, I'm going to spend my entire life trying to murder this man who is on the Avengers, but also I'm not gonna be a quote-unquote typical villain. (laughs) Right. Um, there's another period where Bruce, um, gains control of the Hulk transformations. Um, he's, like, officially, legally pardoned for his Hulk crimes. The president is like, we don't need to hunt down the Hulk anymore. It's fine now. And Ross, obviously, is like, it's not. It's not fine. It's not fine. (laughs) Um, It's not fine at all. It's not fine at all. I have to (laughs) destroy the Hulk. 
I gotta um, destroy my son-in-law. Yes. This this is the part where um Betty and, and Bruce re reattempt to have a wedding. Um and Ross shows up with a gun and then shoots Rick Jones when Rick Jones tries to stop him. And then uh Betty gives him a speech about how uh he needs to just chill the fuck out. <laughs> He's like, how am I supposed to chill out when my son-in-law is the Hulk? He's the freaking Hulk! Um, prior to the wedding, he, like, um, has, like, a breakdown where he, like, almost kills himself and then decides not to. He's like, instead, I'm gonna kill the Hulk. That's not a good coping mechanism. It's really not. It's like, there's, I was gonna say, I'm like, there's a psychiatrist right there, but as we've established, Doc Samson is also not that good <laughs> at his job, necessarily. <laughs> so it's like, maybe find He's a not here to solve problems. He's yeah. here to learn about the Hulk. He's here to learn Hulk stuff. Um, so, uh, this is in, like, a, the late 80s, I think. Prior to the, uh, after the wedding, there's an incident where Ross fuses with an electricity being called Zizax. It's Z-Z-Z-A-X. Zizax. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the, the, the noise you make when he touches you, you go Zizax. You got electrocuted. Yeah, you got zaxed. You got zaxed. Um, it's like he, one of his like friends at Shield like approaches him and it's like, do you want like superpowers? Because we're doing an experiment, um, where we're gonna try and give you electricity powers from Zizax. He's like, sure. And then, uh, are you sure that man's his friend? <laughs> yeah, a great questionable. Because it seems like he's like, oh, man, we need to do an unethical experiment, but we need it to be like, it. we need it to have the air of ethics. So we need to find somebody who will definitely volunteer for an unethical experiment. I know a very mentally ill man with a singular <laughs> obsession. Yeah. That let's, superpowers let's... will help him with. Yeah. Let's go talk to him. Honestly, yeah, that does seem like the vibe. Um, they so he ends up fusing with Zizizax, and when they separate them, he still has the electricity powers. Um, but it doesn't last very long because uh, there is an incident where a uh. A scary mutant, not X-Men mutant, a mutated d being. This isn't even, like, it's not an existing supervillain. I don't think he, they've shown up since this. They, I don't think they have a name. But it's a creature who uh, kills people by draining their life force. And, uh... He shows up at the base where, like, everybody is, uh, starts 
attacking everyone. Um, like, tries to attack Betty and, like, Rick Jones tries to stop him and almost dies. And then, like, Bruce, like, jumps in front of Betty and, like, this guy starts, like, draining his life force away. Um, and he's like, damn, you got a lot of life force in here, buddy. You got a lot going on. Um, let me just, let me just put like a Capri Sun straw in here and slurp. Um, and Ross is there seeing this happen and has this moment of like, oh, like, oh my God. Like Bruce Banner is like heroically sacrificing himself (laughs) to protect my daughter and I've just been trying to kill him for years and years and years. Oh no, I'm the monster. Um, buddy. Uh, how? And... You couldn't have just listened to your daughter? No. <laughs> he can't. Um, and he sacrifices himself to protect everyone. Um, when this creature tries to absorb him, his, uh, residual electric powers end up killing it, but also killing Ross, which, and that's, like, the point that kind of, like, if comics were a finite medium, it's, like, that would be the end of that character arc, right? Because, uh... (laughs) He had a big realization. Yes. He had a big hero moment. Yeah. And he dies. And he dies. Typically in, uh, let's say static media. Sure. Um, if you die, that's it. That's, that's, that's (laughs) the, them's the breaks. Usually that's how it goes in a lot of stories. Um, he, uh, does come back, obviously. Weirdly... Weirdly, he comes back, like, relatively quickly, but, like, doesn't seem to do that much until the Red Hulk stuff, which we're going to get into in a second. So it's like, if you were able to, like, that's the other thing about comics. Like, if you were able to look at comics, you know, like, as Uatu the Watcher, like, the whole, like, breadth of comics, you'd be like, if you're gonna bring him back, just wait until you do the Red Hulk thing and cut out this part where it's like, it seems like he doesn't really do anything for like the whole 90s and early 2000s from what I was re- Like, he does stuff, but it seems like not a lot of relevant stuff. Um, hey, he deserves a break. He took vacation. Yeah, he's tired. But, uh, he comes back for just uh, he gets resurrected by the leader. I, it's it's not really that important. Um, man, the leader's just bringing a bunch of people back. Yeah, this this guy just running around doing God knows what. Um, he's like, I'm a villain, but also I am gonna resurrect your entire family if you need me to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Betty dies. This is, I think, when she's dead, and then later it's revealed that they put her in, like, cryonic suspension or whatever. Um, but when it first happens, she's she's just dead. Um, and, uh, 
Ross shows up during uh World War Hulk where um he does get roped by the Hulk into uh his big arena fight <laughs> that he's making everybody do. Even though Ross was not responsible for um blasting the Hulk into space. Um Old Hurts die hard. This man tried to kill him for a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, if you're if you're the Hulk and you're on a revenge quest, you're like, I might as well get this guy in there along with all the people who blasted me into space. Um, so the thing is, um, in 2008, I think Red Hulk shows up. Uh, kind of out of nowhere. There's a uh Hulk who. Looks like the regular Hulk, except Red, and he is also uh, significantly more, like, intelligent and, like, uh, sapient than the Hulk is when he's in his Hulk form. Like, it seems like he has, like, normal human intelligence as opposed to the Hulk who just wants to smash. Um, And when... Much like with Betty as the Red She-Hulk, when the Red Hulk first shows up, we don't know who it is. Neither the characters nor the readers. And it stays a mystery for a little bit. And one of the reasons it stays a mystery is because, um, okay, well, the, the, the Red Hulk is <laughs> General Ross, obviously. Um, but... It's revealed that, um, as with a lot of things that have happened in these episodes, um, Modoc and the leader recruit Ross to be like, we can give you, uh, Hulk powers. And Doc Samson, because this is when Doc Samson has his evil personality. Um, <laughs> they recruit Ross to give him Hulk powers, but they also create a life model decoy of Ross to, like, do Ross's job so people won't suspect him. So... We love a life model decoy. <laughs> we love... I Such think, a nice little plot device. <laughs> it really... I feel like it's, like, life model decoys and scrolls, like, really kind of serve, like, <laughs> a similar purpose. Of just, just like, like, oh, you think this guy can't be that guy because you saw them in the same place at the same time? Think again. <laughs> yep, we got you. Or like, you're like, remember that time that that guy was acting really weird and we want to pretend it never happened? There was a life model <laughs> decoy. It was a scroll that replaced him. It's fine. It wasn't um, him. It was just a different guy pretending to be him. <laughs> yeah. Like, much, much in the, the same way that, like, the Lazarus Pit in DC is just, like, if you don't want an explanation for why somebody's back to life, you're just like, oh, the Lazarus Pit. Yeah, we tossed <laughs> him in. It. It's fine. <laughs> we tossed him right in there. Um, He's a bit wacky now, but, like, it's fine. It's fine. We'll figure it out. Um, Yeah, it's like, if you need some really contrived plot nonsense, you'd be like, oh, we got a life model decoy. Um, so, yes, they have this life model decoy 
of Ross, who is, like, going around and doing things while the Red Hulk is also, like, running around doing Red Hulk things. And I think, like, also interacts with the Red Hulk at some point. So it's like, well, Ross can't be the Red Hulk because he's right there. But surprise, it was a life model decoy. And then I think, I think they kill the life model decoy. Um... Or Clearly like, it can't be Ross. He's dead. He's dead. He was he, he was right there and he's dead now. So it doubly can't be him. But uh eventually they do figure it out eventually but it like it takes a while. Um Well, yeah, because who in their grief is going to be all like well, clearly it was a life model decoy and this <laughs> definitely isn't me trying to deny the fact that this man who is an important part of my life is now dead. You're right, 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 right. This, this definitely isn't one of the sta- stages of grief. Denial. Absolutely. <laughs> um, it's like, okay, but Doc Samson, what if it's a life model decoy? No. No. No, that's your grief. Yeah. That's just the grief talking. God, it... We need... Like, I know there's Hannibal and everything, but we need more evil psychiatrists in media. Because <laughs> just the sheer power of, like, no, actually, I think you're imagining that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your doctor and you're supposed to listen to me. Yeah, more evil gaslighting doctors doing nefarious supervillainy. Um, he, uh... At some point, like, breaks ranks with, like, Modoc and the leader and evil Doc Samson and, like, goes to do his own thing, which is, I think, when... Hopefully telling his daughter he's alive. Well, <laughs> I think that's when they turn Betty into the Red She-Hulk and they, like, send Betty after him. And then once she kind of, like, breaks through the, like, brainwashing thing, she's like, oh, I'm not I'm not gonna kill my dad, even though he's, uh, doing some, making some choices. Um, yeah, I forgot that Betty had also died and come back. <laughs> yeah, it's just nonstop with these people. Um, it's comics. It's comics, baby. Uh, Domino figures out who he is, and then it's like the they. I think what happens is Modok and the leader send Red She Hulk Betty after Domino, and also to kill her dad, and then they don't uh do those, and then uh. Ross, as the Red Hulk, is kind of operating on his own for a little bit, and then eventually they find out that it is in fact Ross. He, uh, I think he's like, he's like going to fight Red She-Hulk, and then they both realize who the other is, and then they turn back into themselves, and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Just like, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> Um, after this, he does, like, become kind of more of an anti-hero. Um, he has, I can't, I don't think I mentioned this. He has, like, basically identical powers to the Hulk. Um, he has, I did mention, he has, like, 
he retains his like mind his like aggression i think is heightened but it's also like he's already kind of an aggressive guy so (laughs) (laughs) who's to say um doesn't lose himself to it (laughs) yeah and he also has like kind of a like a uh heat power where like the more angry he gets he like generates heat so he can like melt things um that's fun yeah it's fun it's like uh red 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 hot warm (laughs) um he's also sometimes referred to as rulk for red hulk (laughs) which i don't i don't like (laughs) ah yes it's me hulk and this is my father-in-law rulk this is my father-in-law, Rolk. I just don't, like, it feels weird to say. Like, it's not a pleasant word to pronounce, Rolk. It feels like a shitpost. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> um, Like, it, you know what it reminds me of? The Jolkin, Rolkin, Rolkin, Tolkien. <laughs> yeah, it does! Um, he, uh, oh, he also has a power to, like, absorb gamma radiation, so he has, like, absorbed the gamma rays out of the Hulk and, like, turned him back into Bruce. But that, like, kind of, like, comes and goes. It's like, at some point he loses it, and then he gets it back, and then he loses... You know, it's comics. Um, yeah. It it only comes into play if the writers want it to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, So he uh ends up getting... Uh, recruited onto the Avengers while they're doing like an Infinity Stone story. He uh develops this like uh close relationship with another life model decoy named Annie who like works at like the Hulk like Gamma base and he I don't think it's like a romantic thing um but ross ends up getting like very attached to her and protective of her and it's like kind of a you know morality pet sort of situation (laughs) he uh gets sent into space to another planet in unrelated circumstances to the time the hulk got shot into space but while it happens he is like wow this is like exactly what happened to the Hulk that time. It's like this planet has like a gladiator ring and I have to find the gladiator ring. This is exactly what the Hulk went through. I feel really bad for him. I actually have a much better understanding of the Hulk now that I'm also a Hulk. Um, <laughs> Funny how that happens. Weird. It's so weird how that happens. Um, There's a lot of uh space stories that I don't really understand. Um... Because famously, you don't care about space. Famously, I don't know or understand any of this stuff. Um, There's a story where he teams up with Ghost Rider um, and X-23 and then gets, like, briefly turned into the new Ghost Rider. Um... There's also, like, one story where he, like, steals, like, the Silver Surfer's powers and, like, 
goes berserk and then Galactus just kind of like undoes, like just resets everything back to before he did that. Um, he loses his Red Hulk powers at the same time that Rick and Betty lose theirs, because we've talked about this a couple times now, where um, Bruce develops a new Hulk persona that's, like, obsessed with curing people of Hulk-ism <laughs> um, and is going around injecting people with this gamma cure. Um, so he ends up losing his powers and he uh, goes without them for a while. After he loses them, um, he gets <laughs> arrested by the army um for everything <laughs> um for a lot of things that he's done that um were probably not really you're supposed to do as a general um oh he does also at one point lead an iteration of the thunderbolts which is funny to me because uh, his nickname is thunderbolt but the team called the Thunderbolts didn't originally have anything to do with him. So I feel like at some point somebody was like, we should have this guy be on the Thunderbolts. Yeah, like his nickname is Thunderbolt. Yeah, like it should just happen at some point. Like, why didn't we make this man found this team? That yeah. would be the obvious, like, yeah. let's just go in and retcon yeah, no, uh, Thunderbolt Ross founded the Thunderbolts. It was originally a team to hunt down the Hulk. <laughs> um, he is, I think, seemingly killed during one of the, like, Venom Carnage events. King in Black, maybe? Um, but, uh, he does survive and then he shows up in a Captain America book where he um was like oh okay so what happens is he's arrested and then he gets let out of prison because um when Captain America is part of Hydra he like helps organize the resistance so they're like okay you're, we forgive you for your many crimes. And then he gets seemingly killed by Carnage. And then he is revealed to be alive in another Captain America story where he gets uh, uh, tortured by crossbones um, into turning back into the Red Hulk. He didn't torture him with the intention of turning him back into the Red Hulk. Um... He It'd be funny if he didn't know that he was the Red Hulk. He's like, yeah, this is just like, an oh, army shit. dude. Oh, oh, fuck. fuck. Oh, fuck. All I, wanted, all I wanted was military secrets. No. No. Um, is the entire army Hulks? Oh, no. No, no. That's why it's important to do basic research before you uh, decide it's to so torture important. anybody. So important. Um, that's probably the most important thing to know about torture, <laughs> is do your research. Oh, um, so gods. that's, that, that was quite recent, that Captain America book, that was like 2021. So 
He is back to being the Red Hulk, as far as I know. I don't know if he did anything in Immortal Hulk, because I think that was happening around the same time. Um, but it's like, it's kind of wild to me that, like, because he's now associated very strongly with, like, being the Red Hulk, and the Red Hulk has become, like, kind of iconic. It's like, it was very surprising to me that it was only in 2008. Like, I thought that had happened, like, much earlier than that. Um, yeah, you just kept talking about this but, man, and I'm sitting here like, when does he turn into the Red Hulk? When does when is he the Red Hulk? He does like a ton of stuff before he's the Red Hulk. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that that's Thaddeus Ross. The thing is, I do think the obvious conclusion to this character arc is like he sacrifices himself after realizing that you know the Hulk was not the monster that. He thought he was, and he's, like, dedicated his whole life to this obsession that isn't really, like, you know, logical. Um, but I do think having him be a Hulk and, like, gain more sympathy for him that way is also a thing that, like, makes sense. Um, and I think at, th at this point, like, people are, like... Again, it's, like, kind of, like, he's very associated with being the Red Hulk, and it's, like, kind of iconic. He is, I assume, probably going to continue being the Red Hulk for the foreseeable future. Um, Damn, I just looked it up. It looks like he's only uh, in, like, a flashback in Immortal Hulk. Damn. Well, from where, what I've seen, where Immortal is, Hulk... All the other Hulks are there. All the other Hulks are there. Maybe it was, like, a, some sort of, like, you know, it's like, oh, they, he, like, Ta-Nehisi Coates already planned to use him in this Captain America storyline, so you can't have the Red Hulk. Um, I mean, there is seemingly already a lot of stuff going on in Immortal Hulk, but it is kind of wild. Because, like, this is, like, I, he is one of the most, you know iconic recurring hulk characters it um, is also around the time he's in captain america so it's possible that um he's just not the red hulk again he just he's like don't don't worry don't worry about this guy just, just not yet just yeah um wow but uh yeah that's um that's that's the story of of thaddeus ross this this went longer than I thought it was going to. I'm <laughs> surprised by how much there was to talk about this man. And I ended up skipping over a bunch of the Red Hulk stuff because I didn't understand it. He's in a lot of comics, it looks like. Yeah. Um, Show notes are going to be fun. Good luck. This, I this, always, this man's all over. This, this, this guy's all over the place. I always forget that it's like, well, my work here is done. And it's like, oh, Briar has to go in and <laughs> do all the notes. No, it's but okay. This is, this is, this is, this is how it's even. You do the research and I do the edit. <laughs> Fair. Um, did you I have, have not led an episode in ages. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that oh, was, but... that, that was because you had special guys to talk about. That is true. I did have special guys. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to talk about my special guys. Yeah. 
Um, um, but yeah, no, I haven't read any comics. Um, I had a brief moment, uh, like an hour before recording where I was like, maybe I should read a comic. And then I was like, my eyes hurt. And if I try to read something before I have to edit podcast, I'm going to die while I edit podcast. I'm going to close my eyes for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> I support you wholeheartedly. Um, yeah. on Online school is hard because look at computer all time. <laughs> uh, don't like that. Get Get overstimulated often. Uh, troubling. T textbook uh. is PDF. <laughs> How about you? Um, I did read some comics. Um, I picked up, uh, a few things. This past week was a, uh, fifth week, as it's called. So there were a lot of, uh, kind of specials and annuals and things. Um. DC put out its uh 2024 DC Power special, which is their uh Black History Month special. Dang it, I didn't grab that. I was just at the comic shop. All I did was get my subscriptions. I didn't even look at the other comics. <laughs> um I did get uh I will say though, Marvel's voices uh put out their um it, it's Marvel's Voices Legends, but just looking at the characters featured on the cover and uh, the fact that it came out, I think, the 31st of January, it's, yeah. it's, 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 the, it's, their, it's their Black History Month issue. <laughs> yes. Just, just looking at the um, cover and the people on it, I'm like, oh, I see. Oh, okay. Yes, I did also, I saw that that one was coming out, but they did not have it at the store when I was there. Um, but I got the DC one, which um, does feature, um, among other things, a uh, kind of epilogue to Far Sector um, by uh, the same creative team. Just kind of like a very like cute little short, like uh, John Stewart comes to pick Joe up after her mission and they, you know, talk about what happened. Um, and I did also get the version, um, the variant cover that was a Far Sector variant cover, um, with all of the various babes of Far Sector <laughs> depicted on it. Um, it's like, man, I forgot how hot everyone in this comic is. Look, it's got, it, it's gotta be, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Look at it. Just babes on babes on babes. Um, a bisexual dream. Truly. Um, I also picked up the first issue of Dead X-Men, um, which is the story of um, the X-Men team that exploded at the Hellfire Gala um, waking up on kind of a alternate plane and trying to figure out what happened. Um, like li like that a lot. Love to see, love to see Sam Guthrie <laughs> not being exploded. 
Well, he should have been blasting. I know we've made he this joke before, blasting. but he's nigh invulnerable when he's blasting. We all know this. Everyone knows. Um, I also grabbed uh, annuals for Batman and Robin and uh, World's Finest, which I haven't read yet, but they look very cute. Um, and I did buy it because I didn't buy it when it came out. I did find the um, issue of Superman with the gay cowboy cover. So I, I did. I did get that one last time I was in there. <laughs> yeah. God bless. Um, I was like, I gotta. I gotta I support gotta. this homoerotic Superman. Um, I mean, look, I did I did flip through it, and I'm like, oh good, the story is a cowboy. I don't know anything that's going on in the Superman run right now, but he is in the Wild West doing cowboy things. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Um, anyways, we should wrap it up there, because we've gone much longer than I thought. Um, if you want to keep up with us, you can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, at Capes and Japes. Uh, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, we have a Discord server that is open to everyone as long as you are, you know, cool and chill. <laughs> um, <laughs> you gotta be nice. You gotta be nice. That's, that's like that's the, the rule. that's like the only rule. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a Patreon. If you want to support us on there, we recorded our bonus episode for January uh, last week, so you can check that out. Um, if you can't support us on Patreon, but you want to help out the show in some other way, leaving a rating and a review is very appreciated. Telling a friend about the show if you think they might be into it. And just coming back and joining us as you've done once again today. So thank you for being with us for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. Uh.